0: Welcome back to the bat Around Craig Heist with Stan the Fan Charles. Adam Eaton is our special guest. And, Adam, uh, to say that this week has been uh, quite an adventure would be an understatement, but a lot of fun. No, it's been, it has been a lot of fun. You know, you uh, go to strength training with high hopes
1: of playing in the playoffs, and then you, you know, you have this long road of 162-game schedule, and, and it all basically comes down to about a week and a half, two weeks. And, uh, you know, it's, it's neat to be able to kind of see your hard work and dedication Um, you know on an individual level as well as a team level um, and come together uh, it's it's really cool but like I said it takes so long to kind of get to this time and then it happens like that Um, but uh, like I said really special for all of us and and uh, we got three more games to go and you know hopefully to you know continue that momentum we've created.
0: Is that what makes this game so special is the fact that There's only a certain amount of teams to get in and where other sports, there's a lot of teams to get in, and that 162 is a grind.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. It's funny, I had... uh um, a lot of hockey, well, two hockey guys text me and says, what do you guys, you guys won the World Series? I didn't know it was the World Series was already. Why are you sh- sh- throwing champagne in the air? Why are you guys all partying? I said, what do you guys do? I said, we won the, won the wild card. We're, we're in the playoffs. And he's like, what do you, you guys are celebrating? I'm like, you, you don't realize how long our season is. And to be able to even just make the playoffs is huge for us. And it's some type of celebration that it's almost like an ease, a mind ease, uh, you know, ease our mind a little bit and enjoy one another because, you know, you're in such a grind every single day. Um, you know, once you have a moment where you can kind of celebrate what we've done this year, we're going to take full advantage of it. So, um, it is special to me, for sure.
0: There's been a lot of talk about, do you want the game at home? Do you want it on the road? There's so much still to be determined this last weekend, whether it's going to be uh, the Cardinals winning the Central, whether it's going to be the Brewers winning the Central. So, really, here you are on Friday night, and you still don't know who you're going to play. <laughs> yeah, the, well, the interesting thing is my wife was talking about that, too, on the right before I
1: left, and I said, Honey, to be honest with you, I don't think anybody's worried about that. We're just worried about having a good series versus the Indians, and I th- think, again, this simple and the stupid, or I've talked about this all the time, is how... Um, if we just worry about one pitch at a time and don't look at the big picture, we're going to do just fine. And we start doing that in May and the good things happen. And like I said, we got to continue to do that. It still holds true. Um, you know, even through the last three three games of the season, we got to take it one pitch at a time, focus on what we can control. And, uh, you know, whatever they tell us on Sunday or Monday, you know, be news to all of us and, and uh, you know, we'll travel or stay or wherever we need to do and, and uh, you know, win the game.
0: Uh, you know, like I said, how we plan on it anyways. And that's what this season has been all about for you guys. Because at night 19 31 on May the 24th. It had to be basically day at a time, one game at a time, you know, one pitch at a time. And then all of a sudden, you reel off a stretch where you're playing 650, 700 baseball for a good amount of the season. And I think again, that's a credit to
1: our that approach. Um, if you look at the big picture, you're probably going to crumble and be like, "Poor us, this is ridiculous. Why are we doing this, this, and this?" It was, it was more like, you know what? Just keep, keep grinding, boys. Don't worry about it. Play one pitch at a time. And when you, when you can say it. It's one thing, but when you actually can believe it and, and stick to those guns, it's a whole different uh, level. And uh, I think you see the positive, uh, you know, the what positive can come out of it. I mean, I truly believe that. I think, like I said, saying it's one thing, actually doing it, um,
0: you see the turnaround that we uh, created. You go back to the tough time, the beginning of the year. Everybody's calling for Davies head, but that philosophy came from him, and that's what he instilled in you guys, right? Yeah, no, I think, uh, you know, this clubhouse is special to us.
1: Um, you know, it's a, it's kind of a circle of trust, so, so to speak, we've always had. And, and uh, togetherness has always been one thing that we've always preached. So, um, you know, in May when everyone was out to, to get us, you know, trade everybody, re- you know, release everybody, you know, fire Davey, it really brought us together. And, and uh, you know, when we're on the bus, it's just the guys in the bus. And when we're in the clubhouse, just the guys in the clubhouse. And, uh, you know, we worry about the guys in here and, and – uh, kind of brought us together a little bit you know a little bit of adversity uh, never hurt anybody and and uh you know if you can just kind of spin that into a positive um again you see see the results that
0: uh, we've created through it it seemed as though when you guys righted the ship it kind of coincided with trey coming off the il and took him a couple of weeks to get going but then it was you and him at the top mm-hmm. setting the tone for the guys in the middle of the lineup is that a fair assessment Again, I, th- I think uh, you guys, as media alone, have always tried to like pinpoint
1: when we've turned it, how we've turned it. You know, again, we were so focused on what we needed to do and how we needed to do it, which is, again, playing one pitch at a time. I don't think any of us could say, this is the point that we did it, this is, this is how we turned it around. Um, it's such a whirlwind. I, I forgot Trey was on, even on the DL, you just told me that, because, again, we're so focused on like, you know, the guys in the lineup and how we can be um, productive that day. That's all we care about. So, um I don't think any any point in the season we're like, oh, now we go. No, it it wasn't like that. It was, you know, we got a long road ahead of us. Let's let's stick to the uh, one pitch at a time and we'll be just fine.
0: Just line up top to bottom. You guys have done such a great job of, as you guys always say, pass the baton. Uh, When when it's going like that and when you guys are rolling, what's that feel like to play uh, in a game like when you're – everybody's producing and everybody's got each other's back?
1: The expectations, you know, of – playing really well or not even there like you just go out there and you just kind of do it uh it's a very weird uh weird feeling um you just like you said when you and you pass it the guy's just the next guy just does it and the next guy does it And, and before you know it you're up eight runs and and uh and like I said you're you're having a good time on the bench so um it's something that we've really, you know, done well since spring training is just manufacturing runs, creating runs, all kinds of different ways. I think if you look at the five-game series we had the first, the Phillies, how many sack flies we had. We bunted a lot of guys over. Um, doing the small things correctly, I think, is something, again, since spring training that we focused on. Um, and I think that's something that will pay dividends in the uh, playoffs for us is, you know, you got guys that can you know just hit homers. I feel like we can manufacture. We can hit homers with the best of so them. We can hit doubles. We got guys that can, you know, handle the bat in any situation. So, um, um, I think that has a lot of value.
0: Your two outfield mates, Juan Soto and Victor Robles, uh, everybody was worried about a sophomore slump with Juan. That certainly didn't happen. And you got a guy in Victor Robles in center field who arguably could win a gold glove this year. He should, I don't, uh,
1: arguably. I don't think we can argue against it. I, he's uh, most defensive run saved, um, electric. Smooth operator, I don't know whatever you want to call them. Well, that's what they play on the board. Yeah, I know, <laughs> and I dance every time they do it, and I love it. Um, both those guys. I, this is the most fun I've had in the big leagues um, as a big leaguer. I think it's um, with those two guys by my side all year. I've just enjoyed, you know, learning from them. Um, you know, they learned from me. Um, you know, uh, Bob Henley. You know, kind of steering the ship uh, with the outfielders. Seeing how far they've come since spring training, it was an absolute wreck in spring training defensively, and we've we've actually worked on it, um, you know, day in and day out, and we've corrected it, and we've got it to where we want it to to be. Um, to have a 20 and a 22 year old, um, you know, part of the the three man crew is unbelievable, and uh, it just shows you the respect that they have, um, the the wantingness to learn, and uh, just the love for the game. I think they show every single uh, you know day is uh, is contagious, and it's. Uh, I'm blessed to be a part of it. This is
0: special for you, though, because this time you're healthy, you get a chance to play. Last time that didn't happen.
1: No, absolutely. On oh, a personal level, yeah, 17 wasn't fun for me. I um, would have loved to have played in the playoffs and try to help the team out in any way, shape, or form. But now, yeah, healthy. Got two young bucks out there keeping me young, and uh, a team that I am so blessed to be able to be a part of, you know, hitting between Trey and and Tony, has been an absolute thrill for me, and uh, so excited to do it on a big stage, and, um, you know, show the the league what we have, and and I think, like I said, we have a pretty good product.
0: Last few minutes with Adam Eaton, uh, I asked you about Victor Robles and winning the Gold Glove, you said, yeah, he should. Uh, Anthony Rendon should be, I think, the MVP of this league.
1: Yeah, no, I think uh, (laughs) he's definitely putting himself up there in the talks. I don't... uh... I've played with some really good players, and Tony does some things that I haven't have seen too many people do on a baseball field. You know, I've played against Nolan Arenado. I have ca- came up with him in the minor leagues, played against him when I was, you know, with Arizona. Um, uh, Chicago as well, and then, you know, the three years that we've been here. Um, you know, he has an unbelievable glove. He, he can throw from anywhere in the field. Um, he's consistent, you know. You know what he, exactly what he's going to get um, offensively. Every time he turn around, he's on second base, or he walked, and he does it all. You know, he hits singles, he hits sack flies, he hits doubles. I don't know if he's got any triples, because he, he can't run, but that's about all. He, he he looks like his feet hurt every time he runs, but besides that, he's uh, he does it all, and it's unbelievable, again, to be able to hit behind him. For the first time in my career, I scored 100 runs, and it's yeah. basically just all because of him.
0: Well, we know why they call him Tony, two bags, right? <laughs>
1: exactly. The bobble, Is the bobblehead tonight? Or is it? Uh, no, that was last week. That was the last week, oh, and yeah. we just got him, so I, that's, how much, that's how focused I am. I don't even know when the bobblehead nights are, but um, no, it's like I said, you get triple tray, which it holds true, and you have Tony two bags, which um, again, to be able to hit between those two guys is, uh, is, I mean, if you told me that 10 years ago that I'd be
0: between two guys, that that dynamic
1: of a player, I'd tell you're nuts, so it's it's pretty cool.
0: Last thing, from a pitching standpoint, you really can't go wrong, whether it's Max or whether it's Strauss the way. You know, especially with the way Strauss has pitched, the 18 wins, career high. But we know what Max is all about heading into that wild card game. Well, you know what's funny is everyone talks about Strauss
1: and Max. I want to talk about Sanchez and, and Corbin. I mean, all four of our guys, top four guys, have really pitched well. Um, and uh, I feel comfortable with all four of them. to Be honest with you, I think yeah, you're picking between four absolute, uh, you know, racehorses that I think any of them could go out there and throw you a gem. So uh, I think we're in a good position, uh, you know, going into the wild card game, and, and uh, you know, whatever organization seems fit in matchups and uh, the numbers. I'm sure they're going to be running all that stuff to make sure they, um, you know, give us the best chance to win. But um, like I guess I got all the confidence in the world in all four of those guys, and you know I'm excited again once we get past that uh, that round uh, first wild card game to you know um, let all four of those guys get exposed and and uh, you know do a good job.
0: Well, wherever the path takes you, good luck and Adam Eaton. Thanks a lot for being with us on the battle round.
1: Yeah, thanks guys. Thanks.